Hello and welcome to Coffee and Combos with Liz. I'm your host, Liz Bullard, and today I am joined by Margaret O'Brien. We are neighbors, we're friends, and she is also the president for the Waterbury Independent Party. <laughs> so that's a mouthful. Yes. So it is. <laughs> Margaret, so before we kind of hello, thank you for sitting with me. Thank you. So before we kind of jump into things, okay. um I I feel like I've seen you with coffee from time to time, but like what's your uh flavor? What's your how do you like your coffee? French vanilla. French vanilla. Yeah. French vanilla. Yeah. That seems like it would be you kind of like sweet, soft, just kind Not of relaxed. Not too sweet. Not too sweet. Not too sweet. <laughs> um, yeah, French vanilla. I like the flavors. Um, mm-hmm. At home, my husband makes really strong coffee. So I've got the French vanilla in the fridge and pour it in every morning. It's the only one I can get through. Yeah, but, that seems very you know, He likes the spoon to stand up. Oh, my gosh. And I'm like, oh, can't you cut it back? Even my kids keep telling him to cut it back a little bit. <laughs> he doesn't have to. Routine, you know, just, what, he'll be 65 this year. So oh, 60, wow. 60-something years he's been... <laughs> I can love it. I love it. So this is a new role for you as um, president for the independent party for the Waterbury Town Committee. Um, So I know it was kind of crazy. We had elections this past fall. You were new to this. You're you're teaching everybody, learning this. How was that stepping into this role? It was crazy because when Larry stepped down, my biggest concern was, and actually the paper said it, Mm -hmm. the party is going to fall apart. Yes. There was it, a lot of um, criticism, criticism yep. about if you could lead, yes. and Which is hard when you're taking a new role to like not have the backing yeah. just so public. Like Exactly. Well, and I knew Larry would always be there to support yeah. me and train me and teach me. Mm-hmm. The thing is, I wasn't expecting, I didn't think about, oh my God, we're in a city election year yeah. until it hit. And I'm like, no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was a lot of responsibility. I had to talk to my husband first, mm-hmm. you know, talk to the family because... Mm-hmm. It's more of a political role than just being co-chair. Mm. But I did not want the party to fall. Yeah. You know, we have a lot of, my concern was we have a lot of the, if they're still alive, originals, mm-hmm. you know. And my goal was somehow to bring in new blood, young blood, like yourself, mm-hmm. um, like Rosemary, <clears throat> excuse me, like Jackie, and hopefully more. Mm-hmm. Um you know, we've got Joseph, um, and I can't think of his last name like that. Look, not LeBlanc. Lucian. Joe, Lucian. And um, Dan Werner, but Danson, mm-hmm. he contacted me last night. He's still in Washington State. Mm-hmm. So I'm hoping with the young blood coming in, it'll spread the word mm-hmm. and bring more young people in. Because I think that's the biggest problem in Waterbury. You hear the Democrats, you hear mm-hmm. the Republicans. Nobody hears about the independent party unless it's election year. Mm. And we have to be more than just election year. Mm. So I'm hoping with you and the many others and with Facebook that we can get more young blood, reach the young people. And as you kind of delve into that, you know, with this new year, we're, again, talking a lot about, okay, who am I now? After this past decade, you know, you kind of revamp, you look at yourself, you're like, where am I going? Who am I going to be? You talk about the originals, getting some new blood. And as you kind of factor all that in and you develop a vision, are you also conscious of creating the plan? You know, mm -hmm. Yeah, you have to. I mean, it's not just a matter of bringing new blood in. Mm -hmm. We need to... Think about 
think about now mm-hmm. for two years from now when the next mm-hmm. election, city election is. Mm-hmm. The mayor won't be running, mm-hmm. but we need to get people in. Mm-hmm. And my goal is between now and then to do something we've never done before, and mm-hmm. that is continuous fundraisers, mm-hmm. different types of fundraisers. Mm-hmm. So I want to have and have it on the books mm-hmm. that we're going to have an actual fundraiser committee. Awesome. Which will scope out the different fundraisers, mm-hmm. um, talk to them about contracts, bring the contracts into the meeting so mm-hmm. we can sign or approve, mm-hmm. and do these, whether it's every other month or every two months, mm-hmm. but at least consistently putting money into our account. Mm-hmm. So in two years, we can say, well, we can do a flyer, mm-hmm. we can do a brochure, mm-hmm. we can do a meet and greet, mm-hmm. whatever, you know, and really do it without... Mm-hmm. Uh-oh, where's the funding? Exactly, like this year. Yeah. We had nothing this year except mm-hmm. minimal. And, you know, I think that's... New signs, even. <laughs> and I think that's hard, especially, like, again, when you're revamping and you're looking at an updated vision, is where did things go wrong? And that could be hard to kind of look mm-hmm. at the things that didn't go as well or as planned. But I think it's necessary because in looking at what you didn't like about last year, oh, you've yeah. kind of, like, problem-solving, like, okay, we need to have this, we need to do this, and this is Definitely. what needs to happen. But I also liked how you talked about two years from now. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I think when you're creating... Long-term. Yeah, you need to look at your long-term and short-term goals when you're looking at, okay, what is this new vision? What is this new plan? What is this that I want? Um, so I thought that was really interesting. I want to scare the Republicans, and especially the Democrats. Mm-hmm. I want to scare them to let them know... We're going to get bigger. Mm-hmm. We're going to be stronger. Mm-hmm. And maybe in two years, we'll get between two and five people in. Mm-hmm. But that's a big step, even two to five people, because we mm-hmm. may come the minority, mm-hmm. not the Republicans mm-hmm. at this time. And then in four years, which is the long goal, um, that's the next mayor election. Mm-hmm. And I want to have enough funds to really have a nice do campaign. Something. Yeah. yeah. Because that was the shortfall. We had the perfect party going into the election. Um, on the ballot, but without the funds, we mm-hmm. couldn't get anybody except, you know, re-elect um, Vernon mm-hmm. for the alderman. And, mm-hmm. you know, that was kind of a, we knew that. Yeah. So. And I like how, again, you've kind of thought about, not just this year, you didn't stop at like, okay, this is year is what I want to <laughs> do. You thought about that, but you also thought long-term, like going forward and after that. And, like, you might revamp your vision next year, but you still have these goals. You're always revamping. Mm. You have to because you've got a, you've got a, you don't want to fall into a domino effect or a past effect. Yeah. You want new ideas to be heard. You want mm. people to be heard. Mm-hmm. Um, and you want people to be educated. And that's the problem in Waterbury. Everyone is just in a slump. Oh, the Democrats are going to win. What's the problem? Yeah, and we heard a lot about that in the paper this year about, like, it's just going to be same old, same old. And, you know, to its credit, like, that kind of is what happened. And it seems like you're trying to kind of shake that up and just say, like, hey, there are other voices and we want those to be heard. Well, these next two years before the next city election, it's going to be a shake-up time because Mm -hmm. the Republican Party is falling apart. Mm -hmm. They have no organization whatsoever. Mm-hmm. They're arguing within the ranks. Mm-hmm. They're not supporting their own people. Mm-hmm. I can name five right off the bat that are not being supported. They're Republicans, mm-hmm. but the party doesn't take care of them. Mm-hmm. So the goal is if we can keep them shaken up, mm-hmm. we can become stronger 
and we can be the opposite and get some people in coming to, you know, two years, 2022. And so that brings me to my next point, as you were talking about not being supported and, you know, um, not having the support of the vision of different people. So my question of the week that I hope you would interact with online, share, share your opinion um, and interact is, you know, how do you convey um, the plan for your vision? You know, I think a lot of times, and as we kind of touched upon, you have a vision and it kind of stops there. There's no plan. And then you have the plan. But like you also talked about, you need help. But to get help, you need to inspire and convey that plan to others so that they see your vision. So kind of touch upon, like, how do you plan to convey your vision and how do you plan to get people excited about your plan? Well, the first step is come March. Mm -hmm. We have our town committee elections. And I'm really hoping to reach out to a few you could still be a Democrat or Republican in your heart, but I'm hoping to get some people to change over to the independent party so they can come on board with me um, as an officer because I can't do this alone. And I mm-hmm. did that since uh, March mm-hmm. through the election, if it wasn't for Larry, mm-hmm. and asking different peoples and kidnapping you for secretary. <laughs> um, it would help if I had an, a tight board because I, I could go during the week, hey, would, you know, like a party chat like we do. Mm-hmm. Hey, what do you think about this idea for the next meeting? Um, and bounce, have someone to bounce it off of. Mm-hmm. Um, and then um, once we have the town committee elections, which also considers we have to have two rep, two independent reps in each district. Oh. Like for our district. <laughs> I think it's you and I. <laughs> because the one person I love dearly passed away. Oh, and no. his wife just passed away. Oh, no. So we don't have them. Um I don't know where John was, mm-hmm. but I don't know where you know where he is. Um, so that's what I mean. I mean, if you became an independent, we would be the two count committee mm-hmm. for our town committee. Um, and that's what we need in each of which again makes our district stronger because mm-hmm. then you know you have two legit mm. independents in that committee who can reach out to the others within their district mm-hmm. and spread the word. Um, the other is um, Mike Puffa. Uh, for the Piper is promising to do a good article for us. Um, I guess he felt bad that he threw us under the bus. <laughs> um, and then I'm hoping at some time to get on with um, Steve Noxon and try to spread the word of our new vision. Because for us to be strong, it takes people. And there's so many people that are unhappy if they only knew that we will listen. So it seems like you're just, you know, to kind of convey that a vision is just to keep telling it to people. Yeah. Keep sharing. Word of mouth. Yeah. Word of mouth. And I mean, somehow I want to get, we used to be able to get into the schools and mm-hmm. talk about parties. Um, that's something I'm going to check into, mostly the high schools and the mm-hmm. civics classes, and see if we can't go in and let the kids know there are three parties. Mm -hmm. Do you think that in talking about like going into the schools and educating people and kind of talking about how that's such a passion, um, do you think that it's important as the independent party to almost be independent in that sense that you're nonpartisan, I think is the word, Mm -hmm. to talk about like, hey, this is who we are, this is who the Democrats are, this is who the Republicans are, and just kind of leave that out to the public to decide who they want to be with, but kind of be that party to educate. Do you think there's importance in being nonpartisan? I think so very much so. Mm. Because it, we can voice our opinions. We can be in agreement across the board here mm-hmm. at the table. But we respect what you and whom you vote for when you go by in that booth. 
I think that's, I honestly think that's important because especially when you're in a town like Waterbury where the narrative has been like, okay, we know this party's going to win. We know this person's going to stay. Like, and it's just kind of been the same old, same old. Our voter turnout has been diminishing. I think it's just important to ha- be, have a nonpartisan party that you're able to come. And like, I know I appreciated being able to come, learn about politics, learn about yep. po- um, parties, learn about the voting, learn up, just being able to come and learn um, and not just from people that are independent, but people that who are unaffiliated, who are Republican, who are Democratic. Mm-hmm. And so I thought that was nice. Well, it's nice because we have, well, like you know yourself, mm-hmm. you come in here, you, if you, like when I first started eight, nine years ago, ten years ago now, mm-hmm. um, I was a staunch Democrat. Mm-hmm. Not so much for Waterbury, but state mm-hmm. and federal. And... Then Larry asked me to run for board of ed, and I said, okay, but do I have to change parties? Well, mm-hmm. no, you can say who you are, but if you want to get involved, mm-hmm. you know, in the town committee, in the elections for in mm-hmm. here, yeah, you're mm-hmm. going to have to change. And I said, okay, well, I'll think about it. <laughs> then I started voicing my opinions, and it was, yeah, I may like that Democrat you're running, or I may like that Republican running. So who am I? Mm. I had a really, you know... Search my soul because my whole family is all my kids. Everybody is a Democrat, mm-hmm. and I realized if I want my own opinion, then really I'm an independent because I don't choose my party by whether you're a party member or not. I choose it by what I think you're. If you're honest, if you're going to do what's best for our community or our state, um, and I don't like being arm twisted. Yeah, and I and like that's what we don't do. And, and I like how you're talking about all that, and even kind of tying it back to a, when you have a vision and you're creating this new identity for yourself. Really thinking about what is it that you want, what is it that you don't want, what it is that you're trying to achieve, and creating that for yourself. Mm-hmm. Sometimes that might mean going against what is in your family. Maybe that's yeah. going against something that you had been doing. But really thinking about what gives you joy and what you want to achieve. And like you said, you you know, were like, hey, like I'm a Democrat. But then as things change, you're like, oh, I got to change this up over here. Yeah, well, when I wanted to be on the Board of Ed through the Democrats, they didn't like the fact that I had a mouth, mm-hmm. that I was, you know, I wasn't going to do what they wanted because mm-hmm. they were in office. I mm-hmm. said, you can't. These are children. Mm-hmm. And that's after so many tries I gave up until Larry came. Now, yes, I have not won. But again, it's, you know, maybe I'm too mouthy, maybe I'm too outspoken, um, or maybe I'm doing the best I can on this side of the table and not by being on the other side of the table. Mm. So, but for the party, you have to be able to listen to everybody and you have to listen to different ideas and that's where this new kickoff is. This is going to be the year of new ideas. Let's try. Let's hope. And let's pull together as a, you know, as a team. I like that. Like, let's try, let's hope, and let's be a team. And, you know, as you talked about before, if things work out, you keep it. If it doesn't, you reevaluate. But exactly. I think that's, you know, what you need to do when you are kind of saying, like, okay, like, this is what it's been. This is who I was. This is what I did. Now I want to do something different. Mm-hmm. And it could be a scary experience. And like you touched upon, like you might not have the support from everyone else. Like the paper um, was harsh when you took over. <laughs> yeah. And, but you still have to keep going. And, you know, you have to have other people buy into your vision, which is not an easy task. And you have to, and what's hard for me is not letting the outside mm. words 
affect me. Yeah. That's hard. Let it roll off and mm-hmm. not realize that this is the political. Mm-hmm. That's why they're saying what they are. Mm-hmm. And that's important, too, because when you, again, when you create this new you, this, you know, new mm-hmm. mantra, new attitude, um, you're going to have people that don't like it. Hey, for all I know, come March, the committee may not want me. They may, True. you know, vote for somebody else. And if that's the case, that's fine, but I'll still be here. And I think that's, you know, tr- very true. Like, no matter what people might say, you have to do what's right for you. So thank you so much, Margaret, for sitting thank with you. me. Um, it was such a great conversation. Anything you want to let the people know about what you have upcoming, anything you'd like to let them know? The meeting, Our meetings are the first Sunday of the month at 2 o'clock, Thompson Savings Bank across from Canard. And everyone is welcome. Everyone is welcome. Awesome, awesome. And I will also... Um, Tag your Facebook page. So if you want to reach out to Margaret or the Independent Party, you will have that information available to you. And hopefully this will not be the last time that you sit down with me. I hope not. (laughs) Take care, Margaret. Thank you.